Talk Recorded live. Amen. This is uh, Pastor Barbara Burst with the International Tabernacle of Deliverance Holiness Ministries. Amen. And uh, I got a word today, and I just give God the glory. All the honor and all the praise for what he's doing. Uh, I thank him for allowing me a chance to see another day and to be able to uh, uh, speak a word in season. You know, it's the Christmas holidays and we need to know who Jesus is and uh, deal with the things that uh, are pertaining to him and him being born around this season, and uh, what he had to do. And so my thought is the oak of confirmation is the end of strife. Amen. Praise God. And uh, we as the body of Christ uh, need to know that God has brought in a assurance that he is Father God, and the word that he kept to Father Abraham will come to pass. And he had two. Uh, altogether, it was four immutable, uh, praise God, uh, factors that uh, showed that God, Son, Jesus, is truly the Son of God. A lot of people, and Jewish people, are still walking around saying that Jesus is not the Son of God and they waiting on him to come, but he's already come and he's coming back to uh, get the bride, amen, during the second advent. And um, he made an oath with Father Abraham. And so in Hebrews 6 and 16, God made a solemn promise to Abraham. He made a vow an affirmation and a declaration that he would keep his word to Abraham. And he kept it. Now, let me tell you something. Uh, He even told Abraham that his seed would have to go into captivity, go into Egypt and be in captivity for 400 years. Well, it extended beyond the 400 years and went into 430 years. You see, delay is not not denial. Amen. So God kept his word. And when he kept his word, amen, praise God, uh, Jesus was the the last part uh, of the oath, amen, of confirmation that it would be exactly what he said. All through the generations, amen, praise God, from uh, Reuben all the way through, uh, the the twelve tribes and then the tribe of Judah, Amen. Praise God. The lawgiver was the one that Amen. Praise God. Uh, presented Amen. Uh, Jesus, who they called Shallow, Amen. In essence, he was waiting on the coming of Jesus Christ, and Jesus' name is Shallow. So he was waiting for that that confirmation to come to pass in his day. But it didn't 
come to pass in his day. So God made a solemn promise to Abraham, and he made a vow, an affirmation, a declaration that he would keep his word concerning Abraham, uh, his covenant. Amen. Praise God. Christ's blood became the witness to God and Abraham that what he said, he would bring it to pass. Got to happen. Amen. Praise God. It's affirmed. Amen. Praise God. God confirmed the oath or uh, support of his oath by Jesus Christ. That was a confirmation that Jesus did come, that he is the one. Jesus is the proof that he is the seed of David and the lineage of Abraham by his DNA. Back then, he was noted and still is today noted by the DNA. That's why women, when they get pregnant and having more than one man, they go and take a test or the man will take a test to prove that's of his bloodline. The bloodline had to be so pure. Amen. Praise God. Throughout the years before Jesus came on the scene so that he could prove that he was a Jew. Amen. Israelite, he was, amen, the son of David, amen, and David uh, was the son of Abraham, and it had to go through the process of coming into uh, fruition concerning the oath of confirmation concerning Abraham, amen, by uh, Jesus' DNA and what God said he was going to bring the past. The blessings of Abraham, amen, praise God. And so uh, his bloodline in Matthew 1, uh, the book of the generations of Jesus Christ, the son of David and the son of Abraham, amen, praise God. Uh, it had to come to pass that even at the birthing of the new generation, the seed of Abraham which are the spirit being, which comes from Jesus Christ, would come in, and that was the last generation spoken of, the spirit man. We don't have no other high priest. There will never be another high priest. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus has paid the price with his blood. He took and became, amen, praise God, the high priest. Amen. Made after the order of Melchizedek, and Melchizedek had no origin. You don't know where he come from. You don't know who his parents are. You don't know nothing. But all the way through, he was a king. He was a king, and he was of the spirit being. Jesus was made after the order of Melchizedek, a spirit being. Amen. And God had called us into righteousness, Romans 10, 9 through 14, because he is a righteous God. We are engrafted in him by his son, Jesus Christ. And uh, the question would, would be why if Abraham was uh, counted to him as righteousness, would we need Jesus? And that's what people say. We don't need Jesus. We don't want Jesus. We don't know if that was Jesus or not, but Jesus went on to prove, amen, 
uh, that he was who he said was. Amen. And uh, Jesus, uh, amen, uh, God in, ended up, amen, establishing, amen, that uh, confirmation, that oath of confirmation, that, that covenant uh, agreement uh, way ahead before Jesus even came on the scene. And Abraham had already established righteousness through obedience. Abraham's righteousness was for the Hebrews, the Israelites, and the Jews only. But Abraham's son, King David's son, Jesus Christ, made himself the righteousness of all, and the Israelites, amen, Jews, as well as the Gentiles. He went a little further and engrafted us in. Aren't you glad today of who we serve and, and, and knowing that he is the king of kings and we don't have to worry about having no other God before us? Amen. Praise God. And when Satan says he's the God of this world, he's a lie. Amen. Praise God. Although the Bible write it like that, but he's not the God that created the world. <laughs> That just give me joy just to whoop Satan here today. And so in order to obtain righteousness, they had to confess Jesus as their Lord, like I said in Romans 10 and 9, in order to obtain righteousness for uh, them as well as the Jews. Amen. Today the Jews are still struggling with an identity crisis, but I, I know he's my king. And so who Christ is for, uh, they still believe that Jesus has not come. What does righteousness mean? It simply means obedient to God's laws to mimic him, to be just like him, born and made and created in the image and likeness of God, which was the last generation to be birthed forth within the end, saints. And it is the spirit being. We cannot know who God is without the spirit. Amen. Praise God. And so the Holy Spirit teaches our spirit who we are, a raw priesthood and a holy nation, the identity that will not fade away, that is confirmed through Jesus Christ. The image is the spirit being. The likeness is to have the same mind of him a mirror image with all the characteristics of him and not man. His son, Jesus Christ, showed a proof that we could be like the Father and become a man righteousness. Say no hand on business in your place. Amen. All unrighteousness is of Satan. If we have the image of the earthly being, we now have the opportunity to live in the image of the spiritual being. All righteousness is established by faith in God and his son, Jesus Christ. Over confirmation, the end of all strife, we were enemies with God. And Father Abraham took the first step. Now, we have to take all of the steps that lead to the second advent of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God, because we are the seed righteous made in the image of God. Just can't you imagine that Abraham, amen, was 
amen, transformed into the image of God, not living in the flesh, but living as a spirit being. Hebrews 6, 13 starts off with, when God had made promise to Abraham because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself. Saying, surely, blessing, I will bless thee and multiply, I will multiply thee. Amen. Praise God. For men rarely swear by the greater, an oath of confirmation is to them an end of all strife. Jesus made that last confirmation, that last oath that caused us to be just like him. We're supposed to be because he paid it all. And we, he made it by confirming if I died for them, if I, I, I live for them, they're now a spirit being, amen, and I proved it, amen, in this essence, amen, so they just like Jesus Christ. Can't be no other way. Where in God are willing more abundantly to show unto the heir of the promise uh, the immutability there is no unchanging in his counsel, his confirmation, his confirmed word, established by an oath that I'm going to do it. Because Jesus did it for you, I'm going to finish it. That you are blessed, that you are highly favored, that you are, amen, a part of the inheritance of God, a spiritual being not of the flesh, but you have been born again. And by two immutable, unchanging Jesus and Father Abraham, beyond any doubt, this thing which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong confirmation who have fled uh, for refuge to lay hold upon the hope Amen. Set before us. Hallelujah. Amen. Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast. I don't know if you ever heard this song, but Douglas Miller sang it. My soul is anchored in the Lord. He's connected to the Lord. Amen. Our spirit man. Our soul is ram is connected to the Lord, and that's what Satan wants to destroy. He gets your soul, he gets your spirit. Because the spirit, amen, praise God, want to act like the flesh. So if uh, the flesh would come in, amen, and we're supposed to be spirit beings and doing all kind of unrighteous acts, and the soulish ram is com- uh, literally not con- comprehending what God has said, and it's just one, uh, amen, and the spirit and the flesh is one, and all of these issues are coming in, and there you are, amen. There's an uh, oath and the confirmation uh, have been given up, but we're not connected to it because we don't want to live in the spirit, amen. And a lot of people say, well, you can't be in the spirit all day long. I bet you if I can't be all day, I'll be 24-7 of it. Because I'm telling you, it's important for me to stay connected in the spirit because I've been born again. 
Jesus gave us that right to become new creatures. Uh, the covenant was established with Father Abraham, the oath with Isaac and Jacob, and Jesus Christ confirmed the covenant and oath that was made with God and Abraham that it is what it is, that you are born again, that you are a spiritual being, no longer of that old flesh and nature like Adam, and that things that were, amen, praise God, in the flesh could not inherit uh, the kingdom of God. God says flesh and blood cannot inherit it. Don't go up there uh, thinking you're going to have on your birthday suit, amen, and your flesh showing and, and uh, <laughs> blood everywhere. God's not going to accept your blood because he's already accepted Jesus. Blood that covers sins. So what God and Abraham do, amen, in this confirmation, amen, he went on uh, with the sacrifice of animals first, but then the sacrifice of Jesus came last, confirming what God had said. The oath means the cut, to separate, to wound, Luke 4 and seven. Uh, but also in, in Isaiah uh, 53, it says, He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace is upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Amen. And there was a delivered in the word. When Jesus came into the synagogue, he said, That was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And, 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 and when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. This Luke uh, 4 and 18, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the broken are harder to preach deliverance to the captives and the recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty them that are bruised. Jesus became that bruised to know what it feels to be bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He became a, a preacher, a prophet, a man just like the major and minor prophets, the pastors, the apostles, he took teachers, the evangelists. He became all of that for us to preach the good news because the good news was Jesus Christ, that he was born of a virgin, that he, amen, was uh, 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 the son of the living God overshadowed Mary, amen, the Holy Ghost did, and impregnated her, amen, to the point, amen, that she delivered in the book of Revelation uh, 12 a son, and his name is Emmanuel. Isaiah talked about it. And the eyes of them that were in the synagogues were fastened on him. They had to look at him. Who was this man coming in, picking up the Bible, and saying who he is when uh, we don't see no proof 
But the Bible says he proved it with the oath of confirmation. Abraham was the beginning of it, and Jesus was the ending of it. Amen. And brought in the new beginning, the renewed mind, the renewed person, the renewed man, a woman that would now serve God in spirit and in truth. Can't do it uh, without having the Holy Ghost. You can't do it without, amen, the spirit of the living God, who is the Holy Spirit that, amen, rested on Jesus' shoulder at the point where he was baptized. You know, when John the Baptist, amen, baptized those uh, people in Jerusalem and Judea and around, you know what happened to those people? Those well-known, rich, well-noted people, amen, they began to uh, suffer those that, what does the Bible say, the kingdom of God suffered violent and the violent take it by force. What God was saying in that word was that those that wanted to be baptized for the coming of Jesus Christ, which they was thinking that he was coming for the First time they wanted the water baptism representing the old man dying and the purification, amen, of them being uh, made for sure that they would see Jesus and meet Jesus. Back then, that was the greatest revival ever was. Multitudes of people were coming and getting baptized. Amen. Praise God. It wasn't that uh, the violence taken by forces or trying to destroy the people and messing up things, but the kingdom of God was coming forth, those that believed in God. And then after all of those believed in him, amen, praise God, then the poor people, those who are uh, of um, what you said, no notability, they began to be baptized. And then at the last, Jesus came forth, amen, praise God, and was baptized by John the Baptist. What a time the greatest revival ever was. People have misquoted the scripture, did not do research, and did not understand the magnitude of the oath. It had to be completed through Jesus Christ coming. Now, since the oath of confirmation is completed, amen, praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Then Jesus is coming back to get what he left behind, which was his. Amen. And 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 then the Bible says that this day is the scripture fulfilled in your eyes, in your ears. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus, that Jesus had to preach. Amen. That Jesus, amen, had to go forth, amen, and do what he had to do to confirm the oath of confirmation is the end of all strife, to prove that, amen, we are not enemies of God because we are the same. The spirit being, amen, the one, the last, amen, praise God, Uh, people that would be birthed. Moses didn't even uh, speak about it, amen. He didn't speak about there would be another high priest because he spoke about Jesus coming, but he didn't know he was coming through Judah, and he didn't uh, know that it would be a spiritual birthing. He didn't know that, amen, but he knew the king, king, 
and Lord of Lords. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus, would come. This is so powerful. And all bear his witness and wondered at the glorious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, is not this Joseph's son? They were still thinking Jesus was just like a man, praise God, like them, not having the spirit of the living God, but Jesus came with truth, amen. And he said unto them, ye will surely say unto me this proverb, position here yourself, whatsoever we have heard uh, done in Capernaum, do also here in this country. Abraham covered with God, and Abraham said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is my heirs. Amen. And behold, the Lord came unto him, saying, Thou shalt not, this shall not be thine heirs. Amen. But he that shall come forth out of uh, uh, thine own vow shall be thine heir. Amen. It wasn't Isaac. It wasn't, amen, his servant's seed. Uh, it wasn't Isaac, uh, Ishmael. Amen. Praise God. It was Isaac. Amen. Praise God. The seed of the spirit. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward the heaven and tell the stars. Amen. Praise God. If thou be able to uh, number them, and he said unto him, so shall thy seed be. Amen. And his seeds were not only, amen, praise God, of the Jews, but of the Gentiles. But Jesus let uh, us know that there are more people that have not even been accounted for, and Jesus is responsible for them. And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it unto him for righteousness. Abraham believed that uh, Hagar's son wasn't the spiritual seed. Amen. Praise God. And uh, God went on, amen, and moved Ishmael, which was of the flesh. He removed him from Isaac, amen, who was of the spirit, Amen. And Isaac was able to dwell, amen, alone, amen, and receive the blessings of Abraham. The Lord brought uh, thee out of your of the Chaldees to give this land to inherit. God did that. And he said, Lord God, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit it? And he said unto him, Take me an heifer of three years old and a she-goat of three years old and a ram of three years old and a turtle dove and a young pigeon. Amen. And I spoke about that a little on yesterday. And he took unto him also these and divided them in the midst and laid each piece one another. Amen. Against one another. But the birds divided he not. And when the fowls came down upon the carcass, Abraham drove them away. You need to drive your enemy away from your spirit man, from your offering unto the Lord. And Abraham drove them away. And when the sun was going down, 
a deep sleep fell upon Abraham, and lo, at harbor great of great darkness fell upon him. And he said unto Abraham, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in the land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. <coughs> the craftiness of iniquity will not work wherein the righteous stand. <coughs> And that the poor had hope and uh, praise God. Uh, iniquity is shut up. <coughs> the oath of confirmation was the end of all spies. The enemy have to shut up. When you claim and pronounce that oath of confirmation on your life, that Abraham, amen, was blessed before the law, and that Jesus went on to prove that not only was Abraham uh, blessed, but his seeds was blessed as well. We're not up under the law. We're up under grace and truth. And we are the seed. The blessing of Abraham is upon us. Amen. And it was given to us. Amen. Not because of who we are, but because of the righteousness of Abraham that, that decided to serve God in obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. God not looking for a sacrifice. He done already made it through his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And we as the body of Christ need to understand that it's confirmed. We're not supposed to be walking around here poor because we are the king's seed. We're not supposed to be walking around here, amen, sad and upset, amen, praise God and word all the time. We're not supposed to be walking around in stress. Because stress will kill you, but we're supposed to be walking with the Lord. The oath of confirmation brought an end to our warfare with God. Have a wonderful day.